Welcome to the Antioch and Arbor Equipping Podcast. Our desire is to bring freedom and strength to you in your relationship with God, your family, and others. I am your host, Ted Peabody, Associate Pastor of Antioch Ann Arbor. In each episode, I chat with someone who can give us insight and pass on their wisdom on our selected topic. This episode is focused on forgiving people who have hurt us deeply. I'm joined at the beginning of the podcast by Adam Stapleton. Adam is a member of the worship team at Antioch Ann Arbor and has found great freedom through forgiveness. The last part of the podcast, I will be joined by Jody Peabody, the listening prayer ministry leader for Antioch Ann Arbor. Please stay tuned for this episode about forgiving people who have hurt us. Adam, how are you today? Doing well, Ted. Thanks for having me on. Uh, doing all right. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you're here. How are things in this crazy COVID-19 quarantine life? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a wild, weird, wild world right now. It's, uh, you know, just kind of, I think I've finally in the past few weeks kind of settled in and acclimated to uh the lifestyle and kind of gotten into a rhythm with it uh i'm for unfortunately i'm actually able to work outside of my home i work for a company that allows me to work uh, a few days of the week outside so i I get to get out of the house a few days you're essential i'm essentially (laughs) essential yeah all right well adam today we're talking about forgiveness and uh especially forgiving people that have hurt us really deeply so yeah. i just wanted wanted you to take us into your story just give us a picture of who you have had to forgive that have that has hurt you before yeah yeah it's funny um when you asked me to do this i was like i really want to do this but i also really don't <laughs> right. want to do this and so i'm asking uh, you to bear your soul before uh everyone bear my soul you know, as an Enneagram four, for all you Enneagram fans out there, I'm a four. And so this is just like both equal parts, my favorite thing to do and my most hated <laughs> thing to do. So, uh, so it's, uh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, my story, I grew up in a kind of broken family situation. Uh, my biological parents, uh, I grew up with mm-hmm. my mom and she remarried when I was three to my dad who adopted me and uh, gave me his name and as a great man of God. And, uh, and then my biological father, I never met him until a couple of years before okay. he died. And so just a lot of brokenness in my family situation. And, and then even then after my mom remarried, she, they split, uh, when I was uh, probably in the second okay. grade. And so I lived in a single parent home with my mom and, and I think she did the best she could, I believe, but it was definitely, um, an abusive environment, uh, verbally and sometimes mm-hmm. physically. So, uh, there was a lot of things there that, yeah, just not what you want when you're right. growing up <laughs> to say the least. Um, and from that, uh, that pain from that brokenness, it led to a lot of hurt in romantic situations due to my, uh, hurt from my mother. Gotcha. And so I would, I would run from, run to women in search of the love that I wasn't really getting mm-hmm. from my mom. 
And, uh, and so that led to a lot of brokenness in relationship. And as in, cause I was essentially putting all of this pressure on these girls to fix me and to give me the love and the affection and the kindness that I was needing. And so it just led to a lot of yeah. brokenness, um, all okay. around. So just looking at that, looking back on that story that you just told from this side of it, does it feel, uh, uh does it feel like on the, on the pain side of things, does it feel like you are completely through that or are you still dealing with some of the pain from that? Yeah. Um, I wish I could say that it is all gone and everything, nothing hurts anymore. Uh, there isn't pain there. There are completely heal whole relationships. Um, so I would say it's a, it, it, it goes up and down. Okay. There's some days where it's like really easy and some days gotcha. where it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thinking through life before, well, let me ask this question first. When was it that you really began to forgive the people that, that you uh, were hurt by? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a tricky question. I, um, it's, I kind of first started learning about forgiveness uh, when I was about 10 years ago, uh, not, not too long, a, a year or two after my, I became mm-hmm. a Christian, just really learning that on just to the, the, the toxicity of unforgiveness right. that it's a, uh, it, it, it's like this kind of this very insidious snare uh, unforgiveness. It makes you feel like you have all of this power and vindication mm-hmm. And when it really it's, it, it destroys you on the inside yeah. and it destroys your inability, your ability to feel, uh, any sort of empathy or compassion for yeah. another person. Um, and so, um, so, I, I, so it started then, but it's, it's definitely been a long process of the Lord working that out and taking me through other seasons yeah. to be able to be able to understand or handle forgiveness. So as you're looking over the last decade, then, uh, as you look back over that, the 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 levels of forgiveness that you've um you've come to you know you said you you started to understand forgiveness uh, but i know we've we've talked before recently about the depth yeah. of forgiveness that you've had um, towards people now mm. so could you yeah. just take us just just yeah. briefly into how those layers were revealed to you yeah um i think the way you put it is kind of is very on point with with forgiveness it's definitely it's an onion it's like an onion uh where it's you pull the the, you start kind of working at it in layers to get Mm -hmm. to the center of it and it it takes time and and you and i don't think the lord really wants you to go straight to the center with it like he wants to take you through those different parts as long as it takes and so um just in the past year i think you have to, I think there's a lot of fear with forgiveness of like, if I forgive this person, then it's going to uh, vindicate mm, them yeah, and what good. they did. And so I think that's what holds a lot of people back from forgiveness because they, they, they don't want God to be their vindicator. Right. They want to vindicate themselves because a lot of times with, on, with if they've been wronged by someone, it is very humiliating. It is very, um, it makes you feel very powerless and so wanting to strike back at that person is such a strong pull. And so, uh, so it, it makes you feel that if you, 
and then you know kind of if you forgive you're lending credence right. to what they did and so it's like no i don't yeah, want you don't to want to justify this and the the hurt the pain that they yes. caused right yes and so um but yeah just so i think the biggest thing that unlocked it for me in recent years is really understanding that I'm not trusting myself or someone else. Like I'm trusting God and who he says he is mm. and trusting that he is good to heal me, irregardless of the entire situation right. of irregardless of what the person did or what the person does next. And so I'm trusting him that this is ultimately for my good and my, and my betterment. And I will actually attain true strength from him uh, rather than the, the fake uh, counterfeit of yeah, unforgiveness. That's great. So give us 30 seconds of what was life like for Adam prior to choosing to forgive those people? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you probably wouldn't recognize me. Um, I was a very angry young man, uh, very broken. Uh, I was really critical, mm -hmm. a really critical person and a very hot-headed yeah. So, um, I tended to, um, I would look at someone and just judge them. And then I wouldn't just look at them and judge them. I'd also like <laughs> open my right. mouth and judge them. I'd be like, why are you doing this? And so like a very critical person and then also a very hot, like kind of rebellious person. Like I would buck against authority. If someone told me to do something, I would definitely not, um, want to do it. Cause I just, I did, I would, I just very contrarian and, and another just extremely broken area for me that I, I feel has been come has come from uh, unforgiveness but, uh, from this specific area is uh, brokenness in the area of like pornography mm -hmm. and lust. Um, it kind of opened up this door for me to seek out that affection and that um, fulfillment in those wow. places. And so, yeah, so it was like a lot of self-medicating through mm -hmm. that because I was hurting. Yeah, that's inside. a good point. I mean, you, you need, comfort somewhere so you seek it out and if you're a broken situation if you're in a broken situation you're going to seek out broken ways of comfort yeah yeah and that's really good yeah okay adam so next i want i want you to just take us into the process of how did you forgive people you know, you talk about your mom yeah. and your and your your birth dad, and then your, um, you know, even your your stepdad that is really your dad. Uh, they've all hurt you. I mean, even you said your dad mm -hmm. is a great man of God, but I know yeah. I, um, I also had a great dad. They're not perfect. So even those moments, yeah. you know, how did you how did you forgive those people that have hurt you really deeply? Yeah. I think that's the, that's the key. Um, unfortunately, it, it's, it's not a super direct process, but I think I've found things that help. Um, so I think the one thing that comes to my mind is I had a friend who, from way back in the day, she used to have this saying um, at our old church that I have to till I want mm. to. And so I always think of that in the spiritual. It's like a, as a spiritual discipline, forgiveness you have you have to do it until you change yeah. and then the lord will give you the grace to want to forgive okay. and 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 i think too a very important thing to keep in mind 
uh, is that forgiveness is like a garden that if you don't tend it, uh, there the weeds of unforgiveness will crop back up. And if you don't tend it for a long time, those weeds are very deep and it takes a lot of time. Yeah, that's it's really, really ugly. And there's a lot of breaking up that soil to get those things out. And so continuously tending it uh, and just keeping forgiveness at the forefront. If something pops up, like I think there was a few weeks ago that I got really uh, in a r tough spot where I was like really kind of almost reminiscing back on some previous things that I was like, no, like I don't want to forgive. Like how right. dare they and blah, 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 blah. And, and I, and so it just, sometimes it feels good to like want to hold on to that, but then realizing like, no, 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 no. Like, it's like, it's, it's, it's poison. You, mm. you, you gotta, you gotta let it go. And so um, it's, so yeah, like it, those two things of have to, until you want to almost kind of like, I forgive, like out yeah. saying it out loud, like I forgive this person for this thing. And then like continually doing that as those things come up as a, just walking in the opposite spirit, like just of my own will, I'm going to walk in the opposite yeah. spirit of like, I'm going to forgive even though everything inside of me says, I don't want to. And so it's difficult, but um, yeah, it sounds, I was about to say, so how truthful. hard was this? But I mean, it sounds like this was really, really hard for you but you chose to do it anyway. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one of the hardest things because, um, I think someone with a background of abuse, there is a tendency to want to vindicate yourself and have this, you don't want to, um, you want to defend yourself yeah. or like, it's a, it's an orphan type mentality. And so it's like, no, I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to fight for myself. I'm going to hold this as uh, proof that what you did was wrong yeah. and i'm going to hold on to this as my you know it's my strength and so but it's realizing that like the lord says like you know trust not in your own understanding lean not on your own strength like trust in the lord like give that to the lord and allow him to vindicate allow him yeah, to be your true. strength so it, it's so forgiveness is an act of faith that um like i am weak in the area of forgiveness but jesus you are strong in the area of forgiveness and so I'm going to trust in your ways. I'm going to lean into what you say and um, believe that you're going to work in the ways that you have promised. So has this process been uh, been easier in recent years than it was, say, eight, nine, ten years ago? Most definitely. Um, I think going back to, I think there are seasons that the Lord takes you through that are seemingly unconnected to forgiveness but they build up trust in the Lord yeah. and build faith. Cause it really does take trust in the Lord and faith in the Lord to forgive. Um, and so I think the Lord has uh, trust, faith and trust in the Lord. And then also broke broken off uh, fear of man. Mm. And so like being able to trust the Lord and uh, cause sometimes the hurt that some people have felt deeply are, you know, very raw right. and very hard things to share. Um, and so, um, so like, you know, for instance, if someone, um, has assaulted you or, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it it's something that it, 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 there's a lot of fear of man of sharing their shame of sharing what, uh, has happened to you. And then, uh, 
and so there's this like inability to want to let go or open up or um, bring people into that, which I think is one of the biggest things is also something that's helpful is sharing it with other people, yeah. uh, bringing people into bringing it into the light. Like Jesus says, like, uh, and allowing that uh, to uh, other people into it who can like speak into it, hold you accountable and to, um, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And I would say also on that, it sounds like from what you're saying that, that the freedom that you got from beginning the process of forgiveness made you desire more freedom. And so forgiveness gives birth to freedom and then freedom gives birth to more yeah. freedom. All yeah. right. So what, what is, you know, 30 seconds now of what is life like for Adam since this whole forgiveness journey has started? Yeah, I think exactly that you said that like freedom begets freedom. And so, uh, and it leads to more freedom. So I think once you get a taste of that freedom, it, you don't want to go back to what was before. And so I think it, it's allowed me to, so like with my, with my mom, like I don't currently have a relationship with my mom, uh, as I'm still working through this process of forgiveness, but it's allowed me to have empathy for my mom and pray for my mom. And then with relationships, it's healed a lot of like the woundings that caused me to have distrust and uh, uh, prejudice against women and, and objectifying women mm. uh, through my other brokenness. And so I think it's allowed me to be open to healing in those other areas. That's great. So what is one last parting thought that you would want to say to the listeners to encourage them to pursue forgiveness? Yeah, that's a good, wow. Um, hmm. I would go back to, um, I, I just remember the, the old saying of like, with unforgiveness, it's like drinking poison and hoping that the other person yeah. dies from it. And so like starting from that place of like the only person that you're hurting is you. And so, um, so uh, yeah, I just realizing that like you need to forgive, you have to, or it's going to kill you. And so, uh, uh, but on the encouraging point, um, just keep pushing into it. It's, it's not a, it's not a quick process. Mm. It is a, it is a long process and lean into it and don't be discouraged if you have days where you are, uh, less uh less willing to forgive and than others well that's great adam thanks so much for being here sharing so openly with us it's been super helpful yeah. uh for people to hear your story of how to forgive thanks ma'am yeah thanks for having me Finally, in the last few minutes of our time together, I want us to get super practical. Hearing Adam's story was very encouraging, but we need to know how do we do this? How do we actually forgive people? So I've asked Jody Peabody to join us to walk us through the steps of forgiveness. Jody is one of the listening prayer ministry leaders for Antioch Ann Arbor. Welcome, Jody. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for stepping in and, and just walking us through these steps of forgiveness. 
Sure. So I'm going to just throw it over to you. You, you walk us through, how do you actually forgive someone? Okay. So, um, I love one of the things that Adam said in his, um, story, which I was so appreciative of how open he was with everybody. Um, but he said that forgiveness is a decision that you have to make. So one thing that we do during a prayer ministry session is, um, so we start by asking the father, who do I need to forgive? Um, and he's going to bring, sometimes you don't need to ask. Sometimes, you know, that someone has hurt you and that you need to forgive that person. Um, I think the important thing to remember is that oftentimes we tend to forgive people for the action. And yeah. instead we need to be forgiving them for the heart wound. And by that, I mean, how did that action make you feel or how did it affect your life later? For instance, um, Adam mentioned that he was an arrogant and bitter young man. And so um, the unforgiveness he held and the hurts he had gotten had caused those things. So when we're forgiving people, we need to ask Jesus, what is it I really need to forgive them for? I don't need to forgive you for being rude to me. I need to forgive you for making me feel devalued in that moment. So things like that. So really thinking and praying about what is it that I actually need to forgive this person for? So is that something... So something that you you said you you let God tell you. So how do you how do you go about that? So how you go about that is um, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, so we we all hear from God, like we God speaks. He's always speaking. And so when you're taking time to really think through um, what someone has done to you, God is more than willing to sit with you and think through those things. So I often say, um, you know, Father, who do I need to forgive? Um, Let's just give an example. You get the feeling that it's your dad. And so then your next question is, Father, what do I need to forgive my dad for? our minds will automatically go to the actions first. So write Mm -hmm. those actions down. I forgive my dad for being at work all the time. I forgive my dad for yelling at me, whatever it is. And then take each of those steps and say, okay, father, how did it make me feel when dad was always at work? And wait, because God's going to give you the emotion that it was. And oftentimes that's abandonment. You felt abandoned. Um, You felt unloved or devalued. Um, Father, how did it make me feel when my dad yelled at me? You may, it may get the feeling of fear. I was fearful of authority caused me to um, devalue myself often. And, and, you know, those type of things. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's really helpful. So then after that, um, even though uh, forgiveness is a decision, I always ask God if I'm willing to forgive a person because I never want to force something that's not true and real. So maybe it's hard, but I'm still willing. So if I say, Father, am I willing to forgive my dad? And he says, yes, then you can proceed with faith that that you are doing, that you're going to be able to do this. Sometimes you're going to hear a strong no. Mm -hmm. And that's when you need to just stop. And like Adam said, it's a process. So you may have to work through some other things first. Or it may be that you need an outside person to help you walk through it. So there's... 
um, you know, someone that is going to be able to help you talk it out. Maybe you've never told anybody about what happened to you. And that needs to be a first step is to be able to talk it out so that people can validate the hardness of that situation for you. Um, If God says that you're willing, then you proceed. You say, Father, I forgive my dad for making me feel abandoned or making me feel afraid. Whatever the feeling was that you got from those actions. I forgive him for making me what, however many times you need to repeat. And, and I like that Adam said, do it out loud because doing it out loud is, um, it just helps you engage your heart more. So saying it out loud, I forgive them for each little thing, go it in order. I forgive him for this, 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 and this don't just skip over and don't lump them together, you know, take your time with it. And then when you're done, you ask, is there anything else I need to forgive this person for? Cause he may bring up something else that you hadn't thought about in the beginning stages of that, or as you have forgiven them for something else, you may break open freedom to forgive them for further things. And then following that, again, we talked about this. If you listen to the processing grief one, we talked about divine imagination. And so I like to take a moment and ask the father to show me um, an image of Jesus on the cross. And when I get that image, I'm imagining myself going to the cross and laying these burdens on Jesus. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says that he carried all our pain and sorrow. So we say, Father, I take my dad's sins against me and the wounds I received, and I lay them on the body of Jesus on the cross. And you can thank Jesus for carrying all your pain and sorrow so that you don't have to carry it. And then important part is you need to release that person. I release my dad. From all his offenses and wounds against me. And I bless him in Jesus's name. That's yeah. the forgiveness portion. And then you need to repent. Because you've had unforgiveness. And you've had sinful reactions. And we want to always be repentant of those things. And turn from that. So we would say I repent for my sinful reactions. Toward my dad. Any bitterness, resentment, anger. I've had toward him. Father do you forgive me. And the father always forgives. That is what the scripture right. says. So then you say, okay, then I forgive myself and you go and you've released that person. Will those feelings still come back? Maybe sometimes they do. And sometimes you have to do this more than once. Right. And sometimes the, the person's behavior is not going to change. And every time you encounter that person, they're going to cause hurt. Yeah. So this is something to keep your heart open and fresh and um, ready to receive what God wants for you. Yeah. In that vein, I think when Adam said, he still does not have uh, an ongoing relationship with his mom, not because he is holding anything against her, but because the behavior on her end has not changed. So releasing someone doesn't say everything is back to normal. It's simply releasing what you've held against them so that you're free. Right. Regardless of what they, how they react. Yeah, exactly. Great. Jordy, Jody, is there anything else that you want to, to share with our listeners to encourage them in this forgiveness process? Um, yeah, real quick, I would just say that if you make this a habit of a daily practice where you're asking God if there's anyone you need to forgive, then the little bitty things that 
if it tend to build up won't build up and you will be you will see that you walk in more freedom if you're willing to forgive people for the littlest things as soon as possible so i make it a daily practice to just say father is there anyone i need to forgive today um and it has it has brought a lot of freedom in my life and a lot of just release from bitterness and hurt great thanks jody Really appreciate right, you jumping day. on here. Yep. Have a great day. Thanks for uh, joining me. And thank you for listening. And uh, I just want to con- encourage you to continue this journey with God, taking steps of forgiveness every day. Join us next time as we continue to find freedom and strength in our relationships with God, family, and others. I'm your host, Ted Peabody. I'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.